February 23, 2020. Welcome to the All-American Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Seawright. There's been a lot of talk lately about what will eventually cause America to collapse. Several causes have been discussed. One of the most important ones that people have been talking about for the last several years is financial. Probably everyone knows that the Great Recession we went through in 2009 and 10 really just has band-aids on it and we never really recovered. There's been a lot of money that's been spent propping up banks and other institutions so they wouldn't fold and go under, even though the people never got the same consideration. But we're still not out of the woods, even though the economy appears to be roaring. There are still systemic problems within the banking and financial sectors, and eventually these will come home to roost once again. Climatological. Now, depending on what you believe, some people believe in the global warming problem and others believe in the grand solar minimum problem. The science really indicates that it's the grand solar minimum we need to be concerned about, even though we constantly hear on the TV and in other media that it's global warming. Well, I urge you all to look into the grand solar minimum. The science really supports that more than it does global warming. It's something to be concerned about. There's a geological cause of collapse that people have discussed. They've talked about supervolcanoes like Yellowstone blowing up, or another Mount St. Helens, or a chain of volcanoes blowing up. There's been talk about earthquakes in the New Madrid, the Cascadia, San Andreas Fault Zones. There have been biological threats that have been discussed, pandemics, such as the Ebola and coronaviruses. Other causes that are discussed include political. We know we have encroaching socialism and communism in this country, which a lot of people are strangely voting for. This will rapidly put the brakes on economic growth and kill entrepreneurship. There's also war, politics by other means. Our empire has expanded beyond reason, and with hundreds of military bases all over the world, desperately trying to hang on to the reins of control, I have to say those reins are breaking after years of imperial overstretch and military exhaustion. Not to mention the fact that political correctness in the military is making it a weaker fighting force. But that's a topic for another day. We also have social and educational causes of collapse. Cultural Marxism, which was imported into this country in the 1940s and 50s, is really polluting our education system and ruining the minds of young people all across America. They are convinced that everything that really makes America a great country and a place that people from all over the world want to live are actually bad things. If it's so bad, why do people continue to try to move here in droves and not try to flee? Even the liberals in Hollywood who claimed that they were out of here if Trump won. Well, they stayed put, even though they have the money necessary to go elsewhere, but they most surely did not. If you watch movies and listen to the media, if you read books or newspapers or have any sense of history at all, you know there is no shortage of ideas about how America will eventually meet its end. Well, it won't be for one particular reason or another. But the day will surely come, just as it came to every other powerful nation in history. 
all powerful nations go through cycles, just as I mentioned in episode one of this podcast. And like all of history's other powerful governments, nations, empires, or kingdoms, the cycles that lead to collapse are multifaceted and will include all of the items I just mentioned, and probably more. There is rarely one cause for collapse, but you can be sure that collapse always starts from the inside. Then the gates are open to outside influences, which will hasten the collapse. The signs that America is headed the way of other empires, from the Babylonians to the Egyptians, from the Persians, Greeks, Romans to the Mongolians, the British, the Dutch, the Spanish, the French, the Incans, the Mayans. The fate is sealed, and it almost always follows the same path. Corruption of strength, corruption of core values, and corruption of system integrity on the inside weaken society to the point where it can no longer resist stronger or more aggressive influences from the outside, whether those influences are financial, military, cultural, political, or a combination of all of these, and more. A society loses its way along with its will to resist, and it is eventually destroyed by those outside influences once and for all. Signs of our impending collapse are really everywhere. Now, Zero Hedge, which is a wonderful online resource, I highly recommend this website. They captured a number of statistics related to how America is actually going to fold and What's happening? Why we're corrupting and falling apart? I'm going to read these statistics to you, and they're pretty astounding. So one recent survey found that 74% of Americans don't even know how many amendments there are in the Bill of Rights. Now, this is beyond belief. It is the most basic lesson you learn when you're in elementary school. Elementary school. There are 10 amendments in the Bill of Rights, for those of you who don't know. And if you don't know, I suggest you go pick up a copy of the Constitution and read it. And you really need to pay attention to the Bill of Rights because they are the cornerstone of what keeps you free in this country. Second, an earlier survey discovered that 37% of Americans cannot name a single right a single right protected by the First Amendment. Now, the First Amendment is usually the one that people know most because it's first. And everyone knows in this country we have freedom of speech. That is one of the five rights in the First Amendment. In addition to your freedom of speech, you also have freedom of religion. You have freedom of the press. You have freedom of assembly. And you have the right to petition the government. Those are the five rights contained in the First Amendment. And you should know them. Number three, only 26% of Americans can name all three branches of government. Now, it's no wonder You have people out there that want to vote for a communist because communists don't believe in having separate branches of government. 
they believe in an all-central, powerful government that reacts to the will of a small group of elitists who run the country and run the system. They don't believe in a separation of power. They believe in power, period. 26%. This is shameful. During the 2016 election, more than 40% of Americans did not know who was running for vice president from either of the major parties. Now, how is this possible? 40%. Number five, North Carolina is considering passing a law which would mean only scores lower than 39% would qualify for an F or a failing grade. North Carolina, what are you doing? You're telling me that if a kid gets lower than 50%, he can still pass. This is ridiculous. This gives new meaning to the word dumbing down, the term dumbing down. This is unbelievable. We're letting people graduate who can't read, who can't add, who can't subtract, who can't multiply, who can't speak. And this is doing a great disservice to the country and to the communities where they're going to live. Number six, 30 years ago, the United States awarded more high school diplomas than anyone in the world. And I'm going to add that those diplomas 30 years ago actually meant something because standards were pretty damn high 30 years ago. They weren't probably the highest they've ever been in the history of this country. I think if you go back 50, 60 years, they're probably even higher. But still, they were higher than they are today. Today, we have fallen to 36th place. 36th. Number seven. According to the Pentagon, 71% of our young adults are ineligible to serve in the U.S. military because they're either too dumb too fat, or have a criminal background. Now, I know we don't support the imperial system around the world, but you at least got to have a military that can protect its own borders and the people within the country. And if you're telling us that 71% don't even qualify, then you have a large group of very fat, dumb, or criminal-minded kids who are going to eventually grow up into their 20s and 30s and 40s and be in charge of this country. That is scary. Number eight, for the very first time, Americans are more likely to die from an opioid overdose than they are in a car accident. Well, that just speaks for itself. Drug addiction really is a horrible thing, and it not only creates a health crisis, but it creates a demographic crisis, and it creates a crime crisis. Number nine, one study discovered that one-third of American teenagers haven't read a single book in the past year. And by the way, this includes electronic books. It isn't just physical books, so you can throw that out. Not a single book, because kids don't read these days. I think, as you all know, kids spend more time texting photos of themselves on social media, selfies and pictures of what they had for lunch and how they jumped off a bridge doing something stupid. This is more important to kids today 
than actually reading. And reading doesn't seem to entertain people like it used to. Reading is a great way to expand the mind while being entertained. But we're not interested in that. Now these kids are interested only in their 15 minutes of fame for doing something stupid or figuring out how many likes they can get from their friends. This is a crisis of confidence among young people. Number 10, a recent survey found that 45% of U.S. teenagers are online almost constantly. And when they say almost constantly, they mean almost constantly. These kids are plugged in nonstop. And it's not plugged into anything important. As you know, they're texting, they're doing selfies, they're on Instagram, they're on all the little social media feeds. And it's all about just having fun and sharing and getting likes and getting approval. That's all it's about. Number 11, today the average American spends 86 hours a month using a smartphone. That's more than a pay period. You are on your phone for a pay period. This is outrageous, people. You don't need to be on your phone that much unless you're learning something useful, which I can understand, but it would be better for you to do something more useful with your time, like getting out and exercising or reading a book or spending time with people who are going to help you in the long run, people who, are, who can share knowledge with you or build you up or educate you in some way. Number 12, overall, the U.S. adult logs six hours, 43 minutes of screen time daily. Now, I know this is hard to get around. A lot of us have jobs where we use computers all day. But once you add in television, I'm sure that number gets a lot bigger. Number 13, in more than half of all U.S. states, the highest paid public employee in the state is a football coach. Priorities, right? Number 14, during one seven-day period last summer, a total of 16,000 official complaints about human feces were submitted to the city of San Francisco. And apparently the problem is very real because one investigation found 300 piles of human feces on the streets of downtown San Francisco. Once again, high standards. Number 15, every 24 hours, more than a third of all Americans eat fast food. This is your health crisis. You know, we have a lot of debates about having a public option for health care or Medicare for all. Bad ideas for so many reasons. But just think about this. If you would just stop eating all that damn fast food, you probably wouldn't need health care like you need it now. Number 16, less than half of all Americans know which country used atomic bombs at the end of World War II. Now imagine World War II wasn't really that long ago, and the use of an atomic bomb is one of the most dramatic events that has ever happened in world history. And here's a hint. Only one country used atomic bombs at the end of World War II. And if you don't know who it is, 
I seriously think you need to go pick up a book and find out. Number 17. Even though we fought a war in Iraq for eight long years, six out of ten young adults cannot find Iraq on a map of the Middle East. And that same survey found that 75% of young adults cannot locate Israel on a map. Frustrating. Ignorant. But again, the schools, they spend more time trying to teach you about which bathroom you can use than about geography. Number 18. Today, the average college freshman in the United States reads at a 7th grade level. We're talking about college kids. Reading at a 7th grade level. You're wondering whether the collapse will come? I think these 18 items that I just read for you today are definitive proof that it is, in fact, on its way. Thank you, and good night.